Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the One Word Podcast. I am Irene Petrie, along with my wife, Star Petrie, and we are so glad that you have chosen to join us today for the One Word Podcast. Listen, if you are on this podcast and you know of someone that could stand to hear this and participate in this discussion on our podcast today, why don't you, why don't you share this, uh, send this to your family, your friends, loved ones who you know love podcasts. You know, everybody likes podcasts nowadays. Podcasts are like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, big deal. And so uh, send this to somebody that you love, that you, that you know could stand a little midday encouragement on this Friday, this beautiful Friday Amen. in the new year of our Lord, 2023. Isn't it a blessing to have seen another year? Amen. I mean, let's just take a moment to thank God for that, that we are alive and we are here to give God praise and glory and to thank him for his goodness and his grace for us. And uh, we're going to talk about some things today that I think are very important for you in this new year and to get yourself ready, to get charged, to be to be focused, to be on your on your best, mm-hmm. amen, to get the most out of what God has for you in this year. And uh, I know a lot of people who... You know, they get kind of, I don't know how to say it. Some people get kind of uh, negative about um, New Year's resolutions and so forth and so on. But I I don't do New Year's resolutions, but I myself, I believe it's important for people that whatever gets them motivated, whatever gets them, you know, going, let them do it. Leave people alone, man. (laughs) (laughs) Just just leave people alone. Let people let people live and try to give them instruction in righteousness that allows them to get the most out of their life and the most out of what God has called them to do. And so that's what we plan to do on this particular podcast. And so thank you guys for joining us. Thank you, church family, for being on here, for sharing this with your family and friends. If you're watching this on YouTube, by the way, go ahead and if you have not, hit the subscribe button there on YouTube. Uh, subscribe to this channel as we turn out these podcasts every Friday. And you'll also see other content that we have on Wednesday nights as well as on Sundays during our church services when we go live uh, streaming them. And so I am the pastor. I know who's going to be preaching Sunday. I know what he's going to be preaching on. You want to subscribe. You want to be there. You want to hear it. (laughs) Amen. Amen. And so uh, without any further ado, man, I tell you, how do you, I wanted to ask you because of, of course, We've been kind of busy at my house because we got a lot going on. I do. Um, but how have you been in terms of uh, this new year, crossing over into the new year? What's on your heart? What's on your mind? What's the fresh fire inside of your belly um, when it comes to the new year? Well, I think it, you know, I was trying to encourage someone else about the new year because we had just gotten back to work and, you know, how it is. You come <laughs> off that holiday and people be like, look, I'm not really Upset. feeling this uh-huh. at all, which I understand. Um, but I was just trying to encourage them, and I, you know, and I felt like the Lord had, had led me to, to just say, you know, 2023 will have its problems, but they're not bigger than my promises. Amen. Right. And so Amen. that's been really my um Glory to God. Um, I like kind of that. foundation for 2023. And I think it falls in line with what Brother Copeland had said as well, right? That 2023 will be as good as it can be. And I yeah. think for us as believers, you know, that's that's not um, that's not said as an ominous warning of, well, it's not going to be too great as much as it is that whatever we take hold of, you know, mm. we have to get in the, the driver's seat of our faith. We can't you know, faith has to be something that's proactive and it's practiced. It's not just something that's kind of mentally assented to. Mm-mm. And we just sort of put it on our walls and write it in a journal. No. But it has to be something that we that we say, no, I'm going to take full possession of it. 
I'm going to take responsibility for it because as my faith is, so be it unto me. And, and I'm going to trust God to, to really, truly work in my life um, in all the ways that he, that he desires. And I'm going to get out of his way, right? I'm going to be proactive in my faith to believe that as I drive this vehicle of faith, he's going to take me down the road to the destination that he, um, that he has for me. And that that's the best place for me to be in 2023 and beyond. Yeah, so, uh, right in the center of his will, man, right in the middle of what God wants to do uh, in your life and for you. And, um, you know, I, I, I get a lot of, um, I guess for me, because I'm a pastor and I get to, you know, I listen to a lot. I hear a lot of people uh, talking about the new year and you hear all kinds of people and you're going to get all kinds of different perspectives. Sure. People saying all kinds of things about what we're going to experience and what you're going to experience. But the truth of the matter is, and I, I talked a little bit about this in uh, my message to our church on New Year's, is that we have to allow the prophetic picture given to us in Scripture to be preeminent over anything else that we hear. Mm-hmm. Anything else that anybody is saying, we're going to take God's Word over it all. And in the in the in the the word of god you see this picture that exists of contrast between god's people and the world and i believe god wants to show himself strong on the behalf of his children this year Amen. no matter what happens it Amen. doesn't mean it has to be yours no matter what negative happens it doesn't mean you have to be the person that experiences it that you can walk in contradiction and in contrast to that because you have a heavenly father who watches over you and who provides for you. And so you've got to, like you said, you've got to learn how to set your faith and your thinking uh, on God's promise for your life and not just thinking about all that's going on. And, and I was talking about this, which brings me to the subject of this podcast. We're talking about this the other day. And um, that requires that you're able to focus. Mm-hmm. And that requires more practically that you're able to uh, do as Hebrews 12 and 1 and in, in, in verse 2 tells us how Jesus, for the joy set before him, the Bible says he endured the cross, despising the shame, and now is set down at the right hand of the Father. And, and I saw that verse, and, and I saw very clearly the challenge given to us in any year, not just 2023, in any year, in anything, that you have to keep your eyes on what's before you. Mm-hmm. And the challenge for all of us will be uh, being able to look ahead and not get distracted by looking around mm-hmm. because it's so easy to get your eyes on everything else going on out here in the culture, out in the world. You're thinking about all kinds of stuff. You're thinking about what they're saying on television. you think about what's going on here, what's going on there. And you haven't focused at all on what God has put before you. Oh, absolutely. What has the Father set before you in this season of your life? What has he set before you? Because that is truly what he wants you to put your focus on. He doesn't want you focused on anything else Mm -hmm. out of time or season in anybody else's life or anything else going on in the world. And you have to know this. You have to know that whatever God has set before you in this season, it doesn't matter what goes on around you. That's what he wants for you. (laughs) It doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what people are doing. You know, I, I take, for example... I started out at the end of December. <laughs> I had all of these desires. I knew I knew what God wanted me to start to lead our church into in January. Mm-hmm. I knew that in December. So I was already studying, preparing, getting ready, going to come out. And Guns then, blazing. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we had this issue on our property where a water main broke. 
And so we had to get that water main repaired, which is done so, praise God. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, every Christ Nations member. I can't wait to see you Sunday. I'm, I'm about to take a rabbit trail. Is that oh, all right? It's your podcast. I want to see every member. It is my podcast. It's your podcast. <laughs> I want to see every member Sunday because I have not seen you guys in weeks, <laughs> in a couple of weeks, actually, since Christmas. So I want to lay eyes on as many CNC as possible as we can cram into the building. Amen. So I am looking forward to seeing all of you. We are a go for Sunday morning worship. I just got the okay from all of the, the workers who have done an amazing job out there. I mean, they found it, got on, got on it, and got it done. It took a while because of a lot of different things that you have to go through in the city. It's, it's just, it is what it is. But we're here, and God has blessed us to be back in the sanctuary on Sunday. So we look forward to seeing every single one of you. Spread the word. Tell your family. We'll make an announcement formally, and we'll may put it out there. But tell everybody, go ahead and let them know you heard it from the horse's mouth, as they say, that we are ready to go and be in the sanctuary on Sunday. But I started out ready to guns blazing, and then that happened. Mm-hmm. So you have this water main break. You have to you know, as a pastor, I'm, I'm calling people, I'm talking to people, making sure we get all of this stuff situated and done and, and everything. So you can use interruption as an excuse hmm. to amend your plans, shift your vision, change your goals, because, well, this happened. And we do that very easy. Absolutely. And we, and we do it far too often. Or... You can set your gaze on what God has put before you and choose to keep looking ahead and not looking around. So I came out guns blazing anyway <laughs> on, January 1st, on January 1st. I came out guns blazing anyway because, of course, you have this medium to be able to do it through social media and, and through live streaming. So you can do and communicate with your congregation anyway. But I wanted to be in the sanctuary. I wanted it to be all of us together and everything functioning. But... Even when things happen in your life, when there are interruptions, don't quit. Don't, don't lay down and say, oh, well, I mean, you know, I, I, this is what I wanted to happen for the year, but, but then this happened. So I don't, I don't know. Don't do that. Don't sit around and give yourself one out for what God has put before you, looking unto what is before you for the joy set before him. So what joy has God set before you? And that's what's going to give you the power to endure through any interruptions, through any type of thing that comes into your life. And, and truly, that's what being focused and consistent is. Mm-hmm. It's carrying on despite interruption. Absolutely. Right? The ability to pick up after an interruption. If you do not cultivate the capacity to pick up after interruptions, and to sometimes just plow straight through them. Mm-hmm. You're not going to see the joy that God has set before you come to pass because of the simple fact Satan's not going to let you just waltz into God's promise. You're not going to just waltz into everything God has planned for you. You're not going to just waltz into all that the year has for you that God has prepared. You're going to have to walk through some stuff, and you're going to have mm-hmm. to stare some stuff down and say, no, I'm still coming. I'm still going. I'm still going to do this. And I'm not going to let interruptions become excuses. 
That's a word for somebody. Don't let those interruptions become excuses to where you excuse yourself from the commitment you've got to keep to get to what you want. So what? You get some bad news about a business deal or something financial or something comes up you got to pay that you were not looking to pay and you had money set aside because you wanted to do something else and you had these plans that you wanted. Doesn't matter. Doesn't Mm -hmm. change anything. Interruptions do not change purpose. They do not. We let them because we quit. We make it an excuse. We say, oh, well, I don't know. Like, I don't don't know. Like, what does that have to do with anything? That have anything? (laughs) Not having water in the church? Does that mean I couldn't preach on Sunday? No. Going to show up and preach the word. Well, you know, people, you know, what what they're going to think. And people are having, well, I'm going to thank them for their patience and we're going to keep on moving. Right. And we're going to just keep moving. You have to develop that mindset that you're focused and you're going to keep moving forward despite any interruption. Did I put a T on that? You were getting very much. I was getting off into that thing. I put a T on that apple and just, you know, (laughs) bite it whole. (laughs) Despite any interruptions in your life, keep moving. Keep moving. What is that line in Rocky, I think, where Rocky, one of those movies where Rocky is talking to his son and his son is sounding all entitled and, and, and making excuses and all this stuff. And Rocky talks to him about life and he tells him, son, it's not about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of truth to that, especially in the faith walk. There's a lot of truth to that. There's a lot of truth to being able to keep moving. One of my favorite stories about and I'm gonna, I'm gonna let you uh, say something in a minute. <laughs> One of my favorite stories uh, from a, a great pioneer of faith by the name of Lester Summerall was I think one of his buildings. I, I forget whether it was a, an office building or something. Something caught on fire mm-hmm. and burned, and you would have to know Lester Summerall, the level of boldness and power this man walked in. But they brought it to his attention that the thing had was on fire and had burned, and they were wanting to get him and take him by to see it. And he said, no, I don't go by and see fires. <laughs> I mean, he didn't, he didn't want to see it. He didn't want to know anything about it. Let's just keep moving. <laughs> People joked about how if you missed your turn with him, he'd tell you to go on around the block. He don't believe in backing up. <laughs> because he was, so, he was so forward thinking. He was such a man of faith. Mm-hmm. And faith means I've set my course my die is cast. And that's what I want to get into you on this podcast about focus for this year. You've set your focus. You've set your course. There's no turning around for you. You don't care what comes. You're moving forward. And you're not going to stop until you achieve what it is God has called you to, to do. And until you walk out the plan and the path that he's given you for this year. Because he's always faithful. He's always faithful to give us something. He's always faithful to lay out for us what we need to do. And so whatever that is, from the big things all the way down to the small, whatever it is that God has put upon your heart that is yours in this season, you set that thing and you don't let anything turn you around. Mm -hmm. And when people say things to you or when things crop up, handle them, address them, and keep on moving Mm -hmm. towards your goal. Because you got to know how to do that, man, in this life. Yeah, I think really what you're saying is we have to be mentally tough. And I think that's what this year is going to require Mm. of all of us, right? That 
that it's really the small foxes that eat the vine, right? It's, it's, the, it's the little thoughts and conversations that we have with ourselves that gets us off track, that causes us to back up. Most of the time, it's not other people. Most of the time, it's the, mm. the self-talk that, is so that we have inward, uh, inwardly that causes us to kind of seize up and back off of what God has called us to. And I think, that's, I think he really wants us to make that, that step because that is faith. Right. Mm -hmm. The ability to combat a thought with God's promise, the ability to take something that you've heard or something that's trying to kind of take root and nest in your mind Mm -hmm. and saying, no, you don't belong there. And not only do you not belong there, I'm going to speak to it. I'm going to answer it like Nancy talks about. I'm going to answer it. But then I'm also going to take action beyond just simply saying something. I'm going to do something. I'm going to do the opposite of what maybe that thought had told me I should do. And I'm going to follow peace all the way through to the very end. And I think, I think we, have to, we have to just roll up our sleeves and be willing to do that work. Because honestly, there's nothing that he has withheld from us. No good I mean, thing. we're talking about these promises and no things as though thing. they're afar off and we have to just, you know, we got to keep grasping at it like he's got a carrot out there and we're just horses trying to, I'm just <laughs> trying to reach it, Lord. I'm just trying to, you know, and it's not, it's no. not that at all. It's, it's already mine. But I, but I do have to take responsibility for how I choose to operate my faith level, mm. right? I can either be, I can be here, I can be here, I can be here. But there yeah. are things that I have to do to reach to a level of faith to appropriate those things in the natural. Mm. So. so you get to kind of set your own, you really set your own thermostat about it. Hey, this year is going to be as... As good as it can be. As cold or hot as you make as, it. As, as good as what your can is. Yeah. Right? Whatever you choose your can to be. If that's this, yeah. if that's just getting by, I'm just glad to pay my bills. I'm just glad to still have mm-hmm. that job. Well, then praise the Lord. That's where you'll be in December. Still mm-hmm. glad to be just paying your bills yeah. and glad to have that job. But if your faith is taking you to another level that says, no, you know what I'm going to practice? I'm going to practice love in my home. I'm going to make that the aim. I'm not talking yeah. about bills. I'm not talking about jobs. I'm not talking about anything out there because those things are things that he already has worked mm-hmm. out and fixed and focused for me. Those things, are, those things are readily available to me. But the personal development, mm. right, the, the self, um, the focus of, of self-development and personal growth is something that he can't make me do. No. Not at all. Right? He can't, he can't make you get up and say, I'm going to, you know no. what I'm going to do? I'm going to believe God today. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be gracious and full of gratitude yeah. the whole day. Absolutely. He can't make you do that. But you have to decide that, you know what? I'm growing up today, praise God. I'm putting on, <laughs> I'm putting on my big girl <laughs> no, britches today. And I'm just not going to say anything <laughs> right. negative. I'm not going to say anything that's going to undo mm-hmm. the prayer that I just prayed the day before. I'm not, I'm going to stop doing that. I'm going to stop sowing seed and digging it up. Mm. Right. I'm going to sow it. And then Some I'm going to have sown it. the same seed We've 16 <laughs> different times. Say that. We sow it, say dig that. it up, sow it, dig it up. How's that thing ever going to grow? It's never going to grow. <laughs> it is not going to grow. And we're frustrated and we're mad because we think God, I mean, I've been praying about this. He's like, I mean, yeah, Let, I, I leave know. the seed leave alone. Leave the seed alone. <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the ground and leave it alone. <laughs> it'll, it'll grow. It'll grow. Yeah. And that's the, Man, I'm telling you, you hit the nail on the head because we are going to have to have mental toughness. And here's the thing about it. 
You have to practice it in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. You can't really compartmentalize growth. Mm -hmm. People always tell me about personal growth. I'm, I'm focusing on my personal growth. And when you're growing spiritually, it, you're not... Now, there will be things you're more developed in than others. Everybody's like that in some degree, or shape, or form. But you can't really compartmentalize growing. When you start to grow... You're going to affect every area mm -hmm. when you're truly growing. No doubt. Your marriage is going to get better because you're going to get better as a spouse. Your relationship with your children is going to get better because you're going to become better as a parent. Your finances are going to start getting better because you're going to become better as a money manager and as a person when it comes to spending and what you're using your money for, spending it on, how you're handling it, your whole overall attitude when it comes to money. Your, your career, your calling, what it is, your vocation, what it is you believe you're supposed to be doing, you're going to gain more clarity in that. You're going to make more progress in that because you're growing. Because when you decide to grow, everything around you starts to respond to your growth. Amen. Right? And so you have to be mentally tough to know that if I just keep growing and I stay consistent and I keep my focus then all of the things that I would want to that I want to see changed are going to change as a result of me constantly showing up yes. to grow up in all these areas to constantly keep showing up. I keep showing up. You want to change that body? You got to keep showing up at the workout. If you want to change your spirit and your mind and your spirituality and your development, you got to keep showing up at study. You got to keep showing up at church attendance. You got to keep showing up on Sundays. You got to keep showing up in your own reading and devotional time and prayer time. You got to keep showing up. If you want that marriage to be good, you got to keep showing up with that in that marriage to your spouse and with your spouse and how you treat them. You have to just keep showing up. A lot of people make growth, progress, quote unquote, success and what have you very muddy. Mm -hmm. When really it's simply you got to keep showing up. Mm -hmm. You got to find out what the truth is about a, a thing and you got to keep going. And you, you just have to keep showing up and you can't give yourself excuses. You can't you can't be mentally weak. Yeah. You can't be giving yourself all of these outs for why you're not holding yourself to the consistency you need to hold yourself to. And the moment you do that and you just keep showing up. That type of focus, that type of consistency will demand change in your life. Amen. It's impossible. It's impossible. You sit there for, for people, especially in the beginning of the year, everybody gets excited about losing weight and getting in shape and their health. And, and I'm all good with that. And if you keep, if you keep showing up, what's going to happen is you're going to get to a point in that workout where you want to quit, <laughs> where you're done, where you don't want to do it no more. And you're going to be tempted to probably stop going to the gym or stop, you know, working out to whatever you're doing. And uh, you're going to want to just be like, well, is it worth it? It's taking too long. I lost three pounds yesterday, but now I got five back. All I did was eat a piece of pie. I mean, a piece of pie, do all of this. You know, I mean, you, you start thinking all kinds of things to yourself and you get into this mental warfare and you get up there where the devil just starts ping ponging all these fiery darts at you. Mm -hmm. And the next thing you know, You've quit your routine when Rome wasn't built in a day. And so if you would just keep showing up, even when you don't want to work out, yeah. 
See, the results come to the people who do things they don't want to do. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. It is not. It is not when you're all motivated and when you got all this passion and when you're all fired up. Discipline is far greater than passion. Yes. Far greater. Yeah. And it's when you keep doing stuff when you don't even feel like it. You know, it's when you pull yourself out of that bed to go to church, even when you don't feel like it, and you become consistent. I'm telling you, God's going to meet you in one of those services. He said, well, why can't he meet me at home? Because it's lazy to stay there. And he doesn't reward your laziness. No. He knows you're staying at home because you're just lazy. He knows you don't have any reason why you can't be in the house of faith. He knows you don't. Don't No matter what you tell. No Yourself matter what you tell. Yourself or others. <laughs> this is God. This is um, the omniscient one. He knows you. He knows why you're not doing what you're doing. So he's not going to reward you there. So it's about it's about you being faithful to his promise and doing what he says and concerning his word. And so you pull yourself out of that. You get into that gym and get into that workout. You grab yourself by the ear when you walk in that store and you want to spend that money. And you said, no, this year I was going to be more responsible with my finances. And you get yourself out of that store quick as you can. And you don't you may not you may not feel good about it. You may sit in the car and you may sit there and just <laughs> ruminate over it. You may sit there and just have all kinds of issues. But I'm telling you, results come to the people who can do things they don't want to do, mm -hmm. things they don't feel like doing, things that just are completely cutting against the grain of their comfort zone. That's when you start to see results in any area of life. And if you can't ever hit that point, that little turbulence yeah. in every change and go through it, it's just like an aircraft. If it can't ever make it through that turbulence, You'll never know that on the other side of all that turbulence is smooth sailing. Absolutely. It's smooth sailing because once you develop that, that mental toughness, that consistency, that routine to whatever it is you're doing, now all of a sudden you, you get a rhythm. Yeah. And, and you get in the rhythm of grace as well. And you also have to recognize the enemy, right? Because all of that grading against your, your person is for the sole purpose of saying, you're getting closer and I need you to stop. Exactly. <laughs> right? that's, his, exactly. that's what he's trying to communicate. You're getting close. Like this might become a habit. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to need you to back up off of this. And so mm -hmm. he'll, he'll become very much an influencer in how you feel and, you know, and let you sit there oh, and boy. think about your feelings and how your <laughs> feelings are, are so real and should be acknowledged. You have uh -huh. to shut all that off and say, no, I'm doing what he told me to do. And I'm going to keep doing it until he told me, tells me otherwise, right? Until he tells me, okay, let's move on to something else. But that's, mm. that's real graduation, right? We have to punch through, graduation. you have to punch through the wall. Yeah, go all the way through the wall. But you yeah. know what that is? I, I never saw it this way until you were, I just listened to you say that. You are, when you get into those places where you're establishing that new normal mm -hmm. of faith or discipline or whatever, the reason it gets turbulent is because you're actually establishing a new stronghold. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You're, you're displacing and pulling up one. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, it, doing something one time, that don't change nothing. Yeah. But when you get consistent about something that moves you out of your comfort zone and moves you out of that place of, of, of convenience and lethargy and apathy and distraction, confusion, disinterest, all of the stuff, or, or even anxiety and fear about something, that stronghold in your life generally has held you in every area of your life. Mm -hmm. 
right? That lethargy has got you where you are financially versus where you could be, has got you where you are in your relationship and your marriage versus where it could be, has got you where you are in your health versus where it could be. That fear and anxiety has you where you are in your finances, relationships, and all that, et cetera, et cetera, versus where you could be. And when you make the decision to take God's word and say, okay, here I go, <laughs> and you start moving, and Absolutely. you start adding action to your words, to your prayers, and you start moving in the direction of it, then when you get to that point where you're actually starting to get a hold of the footing on that stronghold, and that thing starts to shake and get loose, and all of a sudden (laughs) it's starting to come out of the ground, oh, Oh. the devil. Because, see, here's the thing about that stronghold. That's where he's lived in your life. Oh, hear me, child of God. That's where he's been living. That's what a stronghold is. It's a fortified dwelling place. That's where he's been sitting in your life. Mm -hmm. And he has worked hard to get that thing built. (laughs) And boy, when you start shaking the footings on that thing, because all of a sudden it's coming undone, you're thinking different, you're behaving different, you got more discipline, you've been able to follow through for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, a month, you're moving and that thing starts to shake in your life, he gets antsy yeah. because he's like, I'm about to lose my home. <laughs> I'm about to lose my nest. I'm about to lose my place of occupation in this person's thinking. Mm-hmm. They're about to dig this up and build a stronghold for God to live in. Yeah. He can't have that. So he starts to work hard to get you to quit, to get in your feelings. Mm-hmm. And, and it's just like him at that time to try to stir up some issue in relationship. Oh, absolutely. Maybe not your marriage. It'll be a coworker relationship or a friend Something. go left on you. That You're like, where that come from? He will do all. He will try to stir up all kinds of things with anybody who will listen. He can't just do it because he wants to. But for people who may listen to him, he will try to do everything. It's like Jesus getting close to the cross, hmm. the redemption of the human race. Mm-hmm. And here comes Peter. Mm-hmm. Oh, be it far yeah, from you. So, yeah. Now, that ain't going to happen. Get thee behind me, Satan. Right. Now, why does Jesus speak so directly, directly through Peter mm-hmm. to the devil? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he doesn't even see Peter. He's like, I see you, devil. Mm-hmm. I know what that is. Because he's using someone close to Jesus to pull at the emotion. Yeah. That's why he says, you don't savor the things that be of God, but of man. Mm-hmm. He said, you're trying to pull me into my humanity. You're trying to get me to be self-preserving. Mm-hmm. When my whole purpose is to come here and be sacrificial and give my life. For my, for my creation. So, so every time you're getting close and you're about to do that thing, oh, don't think it's strange. Don't think it's strange that the devil starts kicking up all kinds of dust and all kinds of things to see if you will take the bait mm-hmm. of the interruption and the distraction and use it as an excuse. Right. But if you keep pulling at that stronghold and say, no, I'm pulling this up. This is coming out of my thinking. This is coming out of my mind. This is coming out of my life. And I'm going to rebuild a new one. I'm not going to just pull it up. I'm going to replace it. And you're going to find that grace comes to assist you, Mm -hmm. right? That in your constancy, always in your commitment to continue to go, God says, okay, we got, we got aids for that. We got help for that. We got the Holy Ghost for that. We got grace to be given for that. Mm -hmm. And it it reminded me of Hebrews 6, 12, right? That through faith and patience, we inherit promises. This is why we don't see God's best Mm. because we give up 
You know what I mean? When we're so close, you're closer than what you thought you were. You're, <laughs> you were so much closer than Amen. what you thought you were. But Amen. you let something come in, a, a thought, an opportunity for the enemy, like you said, to use a relationship. And you just said, oh, fine, I'm done with it. I just, yeah. I can't do this anymore. And you were just a day away. Yeah. And had you had you known, had you been able to look over on the other side yeah. and seen how close you were, you would have just shut your mouth <laughs> and you kept, do kept what doing do. whatever you needed to do and what that's you were right. told to do, and you would have seen God's promise go go to work. But and, that's and why it's fruition. called faith. So you're not gonna Ab- be able to see absolutely. on the other side. Ab- <laughs> you no, just gonna have to you just gonna have to stay with what absolutely. he's already told you. Absolutely. You have to believe it. But that is so very true though. Yeah. Man, that is so very true through faith and patience. Through faith and patience, and which is constancy, right? That's A it. commitment to just keep going. And notice this said also that you have need of patience. That's also in Hebrews. I think that's Hebrews 10. You have need of patience that after you've done the will of God, you may inherit the promises. It says you have need of it. Hmm. So it makes patience a necessity. It's not an amenity to faith. It's a necessity. Mm -hmm. It's not something you could, it's like you can't take or leave patience, right? (laughs) If, if, okay, here we go. So without faith, it's impossible to please God, right? So we know we have to believe. Mm-hmm. But if you're going to believe, you're going to then need patience. Right. There's no such thing as believing without, without the it. need of patience. Yeah, they're married together. They are married. They are joined. Because that's development, right? <laughs> that that's the, it's the crux of, of real that development. That is. That is real development. Because mm-hmm. you have to walk it out. Mm-hmm. consistently against the opposition. And, and here's the thing, man. Once you take faith and patience and walk through the contradictions with consistency, when you get the result on the other side, right, when the promise is fulfilled and it's going to be fulfilled, what you learned through that t- entire process so fortifies you so that for the next thing you believe God for, mm-hmm. it's so much easier. Absolutely. And not only that, your faith now has grown to a point where now you can believe for even bigger. <laughs> you see what I mean? Right. If, if I can't ever believe God for a donut, I'll never be able to believe him for a cake. Right. You see what I mean? Right. But in order to get to the cake level, I've got to exercise faith for the donut. Yes. I've got to be able to take those moments in my life that I'm learning these things and growing in them incrementally. And a lot of people, they despise the small things. They're after something big. It's like you're not going to even get to the nothing big until we're able to be faithful in the small things. Mm -hmm. And so in this year, Know that you're going to have to have focus, and patience is going to be your best friend. Yes, sir. I, I mean, even even the last couple of weeks in the midst of this uh, repair going on on our property and everything, <laughs> I was sitting there, and I started getting impatient. Oh, I started getting impatient. And when I started getting impatient, I started putting pressure on people. And so do you. <laughs> when, when you start getting impatient, you start putting pressure on people. So I'm calling and I'm calling. And I had to get to a point to where the Holy Spirit had to check me within and say, now, what, what do you believe about this situation? Mm. He had to call me back to what I believed about it. Mm-hmm. What it and, and, I, and I had to, you know, say, Lord, you know, I, I know that, you know, no good thing you're withholding from us. And I know what I prayed and I know we'll, we'll be good and all is going to be well. He said, well, then rest. Amen. 
leave people alone. <laughs> I did. I'm, I, baby, I'm telling you just to show. Hey, he didn't say leave people alone, but the the conviction in my heart was leave you. people alone. I got you. <laughs> you know, the Holy Spirit was like, just leave people alone. Be quiet. And I'm telling you, I threw my hands up, got thankful, said I'm going to leave people alone. Thank you, Jesus, because this don't change anything, yeah. right? And the reason we get in panic mode over certain situations that interrupt our lives is because we think it's going to change everything. Yeah, we think we're losing time, we, we're, we're losing oh opportunity. God. We're, we're on losing. the clock, we're checking it, we're like, oh, I Absolutely. don't know. And we think we're going to miss out on everything God has for us. God, if you stay faithful, is not going to cause you to miss out on anything he has for you just because the devil opposes you. Absolutely. That, Absolutely. That's not, he's not going to take his reward of your faith from you because the devil opposed you. <laughs> that's not how it's going to work. But he's going to empower you to resist the devil, right? So he's not going to chase him away for you. You're going to have to stand through that fight. You're going to have to walk through that yourself. But God's not going to, he's not going to take anything from you. He's not going to take the deal off the table, so to speak. And say, well, you didn't show up at 12. Uh, that's it. No. <laughs> no, no, no. So get your mind, get yourself, get, your, get yourself off the clock. Amen. Get yourself out of these ideas of loss, and I'm going to miss out, and I'm going to do this, that, or the other. And no, be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Walk in consistency through this year, believing what God has promised you, and it will come to pass. And just like God, in his God fashion, when you get to the point where you're so fearlessly consistent and at rest, and you're not even thinking about it anymore, yeah. and you're not even, it ain't even on your mind, you're just walking about your life, and you've gotten to this point now where you've moved through all the care about it, you don't have fear and worry and wonder, you're not thinking about it all the time, whatever that area is in your life, and you're moving forward and you're continuing, continuing to be obedient to God, It'll just happen. Amen. And you'll look up and be like, well, my God. Because his grace became sufficient for you. Yes. Yeah. And you got to that place of rest and faith where grace could respond. Yes. Right? And, and, and we, we, we're, we stay so uptight and we, stay, we try to make things happen. Hmm. Right? And we try to work it instead of sitting back and allowing grace to be what grace is. Amen. <laughs> Amen. It's unmerited favor and intervention of God into your life's circumstances. So be consistent and rest in that. Rest in it. Just know that I'm being obedient. I'm going to do what God tells me to do. And I'm not going to carry any care, any fear, any worry, anxiety about any of this. In whatever area of life that his promise or his joy has been set before you, that they're one and the same. That's what you do. You just walk that thing out by faith and patience. Amen. 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 Well, I pray you got some out of this today. We just wanted to come on here and really encourage you because I know everybody's starting out in the new year. You got all kinds of things on your plate, all kinds of things you want to do and accomplish and so forth. And I want you to know that everything that God has put on your plate, everything God has promised you, that is to say, you walk that thing out with faith and patience and it will come to pass. No matter what interruptions come, no matter what news you get in the morning, no matter what somebody says to you this evening, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. None of that matters. The only thing that matters is what God has said. I don't care if the economy goes crazy. I don't care if, if, if inflation gets worse. I don't care if you turn on the news and we're hearing about some 
terrible issue going on in our country or around the world that's going to warrant a lot of our attention and all that kind of stuff, you stay focused on what thus saith the Lord. Because man does not live by the news alone. Amen. Man does not live by the grapevine alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So take God at his word. Keep it first place. Allow it to become a, a, a bridle for your tongue. And allow it to become frontlets for your eyes so that you look straight ahead of you and you're not distracted by the things that go on around you. And you watch God perform his promise in your life this year. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you guys once again for watching all my church family. Once again, we look forward to seeing you Sunday morning in the house of worship. It's going to be a blessing. So share this with your family, your friends. And until next time on the One Word Podcast, be blessed. And we'll see you next Friday.